Welcome to the Wonder by the Word podcast, where we walk through the Bible chronologically in a year. I'm your host, Brittany Rust, and on this podcast, I break down our daily readings from the Wonder by the Word reading plan and community so that we can all have better theology and grow in our faith. In case you're just now finding us, the Wonder by the Word plan can be found on version or on my website. Wonder by the Word is sponsored by Truth and Grace Ministries. Learn more at BrittanyRust.com. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode two of the Wondered by the Word podcast. We are looking at Genesis chapter four, five, and six today. As always, if you have not listened to episode one, I would encourage you to go back and start there because that lays a great foundation for what we're going to talk about today. We get into an overlook of Genesis and some just really great information. Also, if you have not yet read today's scripture, you're going to want to stop And you're going to want to go do that right now. Uh, As always, every day, please read the scripture before you head into this podcast. This just helps to sort of, you know, dive into what you were reading, but reading it for yourself is the most important thing you can do. All right, let's start. Genesis chapter four. Now, at this point, uh, Adam and Eve, they have left the garden, okay? And they have two sons. Those two sons are Cain and Abel. Now, both bring an offering to the Lord, but only one was accepted. And let's see why. Okay. So in Genesis chapter four, verse three, it tells us that Cain, and this is quoted from scripture, he brought fruit from the ground. Okay. And this infers a general offering. Now in the next verse, chapter four, verse four, it tells us that Abel brought the firstborn of the flock And that infers that he brought the best that he had. Okay, so it's not about produce versus animal right here, but it's it's talking about the quality of the offering. Cain, he brought what was easy, right? He brought something that was generic. It was a general offering. But Abel, Abel wanted to bring the best that he had to the Lord. And so he brought the firstborn of the flock. And so what happens here is that as a result of God, he only receives the offering from Abel. And what happens next is that God, you know, he sees anger starting to brew in Cain's heart. And what he does is he warns him, right? He says in verse seven that sin is crouching at the door and he tells Cain that you're going to have to rule over it. And what's interesting is that that word desire Um, that's used here is the same form used in Genesis chapter three, verse 16, when God told Eve that her desire would be to be contrary to Adam's desire. So it's a, it's a desire of sin to master. It's wanting to master. Cain wanted to master or to get the better of his brother and he didn't. And what he does next is, um, and in first John three, verse 12, it tells us that Cain's motives were evil. And so what happens is Cain allows his anger and his pride to take over, and he unfortunately kills his brother. Now, beyond that, uh, you know, Cain, he is cast away. Um, He's sent away. Um, We kind of read some of the generations that come from Cain. It shows that five generations down is born a man named Lamech, and he is an evil man. He 
if you know, if you look in the scripture, it says that he was the father of three children and that made those children were the men who invented tents, invented musical instruments and invented, it says bronze, but that can be inferred as weapons. And so, and then it says that Lamech killed a man for wounding him. So we kind of see some of those generational curses, you know, where Cain, um, took someone else, you know, took someone else's own life and Lamech kind of like goads in that, right? He kind of boasts in that. But we kind of pull back the curtain away from Cain and Abel, right? Abel is dead. Cain is gone. And the line would continue from Adam into Seth. Adam and Eve have a child named Seth. And it said here, referencing Seth, that it was the time people began to call upon the name of the Lord, which is just a really unique perspective or note to make. So we go into Genesis chapter five, and we're going to see a genealogy here, a genealogy from Adam to Noah. And I get it. Sometimes you look at those genealogies and you see all those names and you just kind of want to skip it, right? Well, it's just a list of names. Like, why do I have to read all of this? I get the gist. Well, I want to, if I can encourage you to read the genealogies this year when you go through scripture, would you please do it? And I want to just encourage you to know that genealogies, they do, they have a purpose. And some of those purposes are, well, first and foremost, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 tells us that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable. So we know that every word in that genealogy, it has value, right? It's there for a reason. And I hope you'll remember that. But some other purposes of genealogy is they provide historical support and reliability for the Bible. So, you know, these names, they thoroughly connect people over several generations. It provides historical support to the Bible. It also supports prophecies, often most noted in the lineage of Christ. So you'll see parts of that there. You'll show, um, you'll see that when you read these names, it shows that God cares for every individual person, but he also cares collectively as a family. And so there's a lot of care in that. And then we can also see that God can and will use everyone and anyone for his purposes. So would you please read the genealogies this year? <clears throat> Maybe you've skipped in the past, but this year we are not going to skip, all right? So we get this genealogy from Adam to Noah and one person to know, and I I adore this person. I've been studying this person for the last year. I'm wanting to write a book based off of the, like, the one thing we know about this person, and it's Enoch. And it says that Enoch walked with God. And I don't know about you, but that really intrigues me. That's all we know about him. And we know that he is one of two people in the Bible who did not die. And it's also a statement that walked with God was also noted about Noah. So it's interesting. And I, I've been diving into that. I won't go into it here, but hopefully there'll be some resources coming out about that in the near future. All to say, we see that about Enoch. He was someone that walked with God. And that really meant a lot. And it was really significant because Enoch was no longer. So that's Genesis chapter five. As we move into Genesis chapter six, we see the building of the ark. We see God speak to a man named Noah. So kind of backing up in verse five, it tells us that every intention of the thoughts of man's heart were only evil. Did you catch that? It says that 
every, every intention of the thought of man's heart were only evil. And so what God decides to do is he decides to blot out man with the exception of one. And that was Noah, because it said that Noah was righteous. And so Noah and his family are going to be spared from what God is going to do on the earth. And so he tells Noah, right, gives him instruction to build an ark. And that's where we end for today. So that's Genesis chapter four, five, and six. Tomorrow we will dive into chapter seven, eight, and nine, and we're going to take a look at the flood. So come take a look with us tomorrow at that section of the Bible. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to Wonder by the Word. We are so grateful that you are here and I really pray that this episode left you with nuggets of wisdom that you learned something new, maybe it challenged you, but ultimately that it encouraged you and inspired you to dive even deeper into the richness of scripture. If the ministry of truth and grace or wonder by the word, the reading plan, the episode, all the resources have impacted you in any way, would you please mind leaving a review, um, sharing this podcast with your friends, all of those little pieces of sharing and encouragement from your part go a long way to help the podcast get into further hands around the world so people can dive into scripture, engage with scripture on a more regular basis. You can also find us on Patreon, which would be a huge benefit to the ministry. And we just thank you so much for being a supporter. We'll see you next time.